Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, August 13th. Our top stories for the day. Wes is going to give us a follow-up story on the Hong Kong protests. Yeah, China's had enough. They're bringing, uh, they're bringing out the big guns. Yeah, they don't look to be as fun, these protests nowadays in Hong Kong, as the Puerto Rico ones where they're like drinking rum and singing. Yeah, there's no drums. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds bad for the Hong Kongers. All right, and then Mark and I will take us through a news buffet of other headlines. Take it away, Wes. All right, guys, wouldn't you know it? The protests in Hong Kong keep getting more and more violent, and that's what happens when one side inserts violence in the mix. It's reciprocated, and reciprocated just keeps getting worse until the whole damn city's on fire. So which side put the violence in, huh? Well, I think the first was was like these the anti-protests. Maybe some people say that they were sent in by China to stir shit up. The gangs? The, the gangs, gangs that yeah. we talked about last yes, time. Yeah. Exactly, the gangs. The, uh, I think the white, the white shirts... Um, I'm not sure what black. Or this was bound to happen. Yeah. Ch- China doesn't put up with protests for too long. Yeah, they were beating people up in the in the yeah. subways. So the protests have been going on for two months since China announced it would be extraditing people from Hong Kong to face criminal charges in China. And what started out as a peaceful demonstration has now turned into a full on firing of tear gas and rubber bullets into fleeing protesters, as well as classic beating protesters with batons until they scream, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." <laughs> I wasn't yeah, going to get too too risky there. So uh, with just your just your classic. Gun Government exerting its power over its loudmouth citizens. Yeah, we found out exactly what China's patience is. It's like six week, six to eight weeks. Exactly. Um, yeah. Then it's over. It was cute, yeah. but now yeah. it's over. Yeah. So this latest spark of violence started Saturday when a peaceful protests um, at Victoria Park spilled over into a main road where protests are now banned, so that the fucking city can still function as a city, and um, has continued since then with videos showing police firing gas and rubber bullets into the crowds at close range. Yikes! And um, and rubber bullets, while they may sound cute, can still kill you very easily, especially when you're five foot four and ninety pounds, like I assume most protesters are. You Ooh. think rubber rubber bullets sound cute? I mean, rubber bullet does sound a little cute. But. No, it sounds bad. <laughs> Look at those sounds- little rubber bullets. <laughs> yeah, it sounds yeah. bad. So does so does violently crushing protests. That doesn't sound good. But I got to say, blocking off certain roads in your city that are protest proof. You cannot protest on them. I like that idea a lot because there's nothing worse than getting stuck in traffic behind a long protest after a long day of work. Uh, a bunch of smelly <laughs> protesters. Yeah. 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 They've had enough. So one picture of a woman bleeding from her eye uh, went viral on social media, and protesters have been wearing bloody eye bandages in response to that incident, and are now much more susceptible to being tackled from the side they have no peripheral vision from. Oh, yeah. Even Riggs was wearing a bloody eye patch. Yeah. 
Was he, was he was for Hong Kong? In solidarity. <laughs> yeah. right. So uh, Hong Kong police have also unleashed a new tactic against protesters, and this uh, that they are disguising themselves as protesters and immersing themselves into the more violent outbreaks so they can easily just catch and tackle the most violent and instigative individuals who most certainly will be de- extradited to China to face severe punishment, a.k.a. their organs will be uh, harvested for sale in the black market. Right. Yeah, it's, it's getting to the point where they're just going to murder these Hong Kongians in the street and then extradite Hong Kongers, their, Mark, Hong please. Kongers and then yeah, extradite their dead bodies to China. Yes. I yeah, would, man, I that's would, a real kick in the pants, too, being extradited for protesting the being extradited. Yeah, that's that's salt in the wound. Yeah, yeah so some... Good. Some citizens are saying the police were put there in order to stir up trouble and cause the clashes, a uh, claim that is being denied by the deputy of police, of course. Um, and protests at the airport caused all departures to be canceled on Monday, and passengers have claimed the airport staff are acting like little bitches. One passenger said, quote, we have been completely abandoned by the airport staff. People are sleeping on conveyor belts and hard floors, and they have no food or water. So um, flights have since resumed, but with more protests sure to come, you might want to stop flying to Hong Kong if you expect to make it back to Cousin Sarah's wedding in Colorado on time. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, look, we're, I mean, at least I, I'll speak for myself and say I'm on the side of the Hong Kongers here. And, uh, yeah. But, well, right. I mean, they, they've been living in a relatively like Western culture. And right. then now they have to totally these, submit to China. These commie bastards. Yeah. But, um, uh, you might want to just cool it. I mean, even though mm-hmm. um, my, my thoughts are with them, I don't have any faith that it's going to end well for them. Right. China will crush this rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the extradition bill that they're they're all up in arms about has been suspended, but that's not good enough for them. They want it fully withdrawn. And police have now threatened that they're going to bring in the good old water cannon truck um, if these bastards don't just go home and sleep it off. Oh, man. Talk about a nightmare when the water cannon truck pulls up and you're like, sur- yeah. you're, you're they're surrounded. They're just doing the classic uh, South in the 60s right. recipe. Yeah. yeah. Just, just. Uh, all right, make- next up is the water truck. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. going to make for some crazy videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Getting tossed around by oh. high-pressured water. I mean, they're not, they're not that big. Um, so uh, going to the is internet. That your, your second size. <laughs> second second, second really size joke. with that. <laughs> there are little people there. Uh, it's kind of half Asian song. Um, so um, <laughs> go to the internet. Uh, Ted Sell says, uh, China will crush them eventually. Why? Neither it nor its troops have any reason to fear an unarmed populace. Ooh, so. Second Amendment slam. Mm-hmm. We're um, the pe- uh, we the people there. Ted Sell yeah. has probably a We the People holster. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah, for sure. And then Lane Gunn says there is a report that a police uh, slash military are pretending to be protesters. Are these, in fact, the ones initiating the violence? The Chinese government may be using them to stir violence in order to have the excuse to use military force. Oh, what does Lane Gunn work for the FBI? Yeah. He's, he's a, a sleuth. I, uh, it would, I mean, it, it's not that far-fetched. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Lane Gunn's not exactly, oh, yeah, yeah. not exactly a rocket scientist right. here. Yeah, yeah. So, right, we'll yeah. You- that just seems like, yep, that's what's happening. Yeah. He's like, and furthermore, I'm not sure if Epstein hung himself without help. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Lane. Yeah, so that's it. We'll keep you posted. All right. Nice. Thanks, Wes. All right. Let's take it over to the news buffet. I'm going to level with you. If you have a handgun and not a holster, people are making fun of you. It's probably your wife or your dad. They talk about it when you're not in the room. Look at James. He has a handgun and no way to fashionably secure it to his belt. What an idiot. If you've been wondering why sex with your wife has been sad outside of general marriage and why your dad keeps talking about reorganizing the will, well, it's simple. No holster. Luckily, this is a solvable problem because our wonderful sponsor, We the People Holsters, will take care of you. You can tell 
by their name, two things are important to them. The Constitution and holsters. It's a no-brainer. These boys offer custom-made holsters, all produced in the USA. These holsters are designed in-house from their own molds to ensure your protection cannon will fit Perfectly. Their designs are measured by the micromillimeter, so all their guns will fit. Every holster has an adjustable retention, which is signaled by a click sound. That sound lets you know it's in. God didn't even think of that. And these guys did. Right now, listeners of Hard Factor can go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter promo code FACTOR at checkout to get $10 off their first holster. That's as low as $37, and shipping is free with an additional $10 off using our promo code right now. Again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and promo code FACTOR at checkout for $10 off. Daily news. That baby juicy taste. Oh, yeah. First up. The Trump team is changing how the Endangered Species Act will be enforced in America. Oh, Under, good. Oh, good. They're going to uh, make it better, right? Like more. Yes. In- no, the exact opposite. Okay. Literally the exact opposite. Under the enforcement changes, officials will be able to publicly attach a cost to saving an animal or a plant, which I guess is to discourage saving it, because why else would you assign a cost to it? What does that even mean? If In order to like label it endangered, you have to charge a tax? No, it's just saying like they'll be able to, like now the, the feds can say, well, it's going to cost us X amount of dollars to save the grizzly bear. Ah. Yeah. Or, is it, is or, it worth or it? Or the, 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 the endangered fern or whatever. Gotcha. So like, the only reason to assign a dollar amount would seem to be to discourage saving it. Yeah. You want better roads or grizzly bears? Right. Public right. schools or moss. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, also, blanket protections for creatures newly listed as threatened will be removed because fuck them, I guess. They're just newly threatened. So uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're fine. They're, yeah, they're they're totally okay according gotta, to Trump. You gotta you gotta pay your stripes in the endangered species <laughs> right. world. You better be more endangered than that. Um, uh, among several other changes, the action uh, could allow the government to disregard the possible impacts of climate change because I guess according to the feds, it may not be real. Um, right. So that's moronic. Yeah, maybe um, these maybe there's tons of these animals. We don't even know. Maybe there's no such thing as endangered species. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, who looks like a guy who's trying to imagine ways to steal your middle class money while he's talking to you, uh, said the revisions, <laughs> quote, fit squarely within the president's mandate of easing the regulatory burden on the American public without sacrificing our species protection and recovery goals. Which, if you just listen to what I just said, is total bullshit because all those mm. changes absolutely affect the goals of uh, se- you know species protection. We got to ask uh, hard factor correspondent Senator Senator Shoshana about this regulations. She, yeah, right. She, it is. It's it's regulations going away, which I'm sure she'd be happy about. But uh, yeah, I want to hear her um, her take on this. Yeah, it's an interesting one because she's also an outdoor head. So right. Sloss. All right, 47-year-old Tina Maria Sumner, a former elementary school nurse who tried to hush a teen she sexually abused by offering him $2,000 to pay off his car loan, has finally admitted to her guilt. Sumner, <laughs> Sumner was charged on August 30th, 2017, after the teen told authorities that he'd had sex with the teacher eight times since 2015 in locations that included his home, her home, uh, Fox School District building. Nice. Uh, like, just pretty much everywhere. They like to spice it up, apparently. In the but, school. Yeah, nice. in the school. But she did not admit to the charges, so she was released. She was wisely like, nah, I didn't do that shit. Uh, Sumner couldn't stay out of the boy's life, though, as the teen's mother reported to police that three months after Sumner's release, she sent her 
her son a two thousand dollar hush money car payment in exchange, you know, for him to keep his name out her mouth or her <laughs> name out his mouth, I should say. Uh, and then the mother gave authorities a copy of the check, and the memo read, "Keep those sexy lips shut." <laughs> I just assume, kid, I assume it said that. Yeah. That kid really had a spell over this woman. Oh yeah. That's yeah. usually the case when these crazy people have sex with teens. They're a little bit... <laughs> they're insane. It's a spell, yeah. They're crazy. <laughs> Sumner was also in frequent contact with the boy by phone after her release back in August of 2017, even though she was ordered by the courts not to talk to him at all. And in a plea agreement this past Friday, some two years after she was initially charged, Sumner finally pleaded guilty to one count of victim tampering and two counts of statutory rape and now faces up to seven years in prison. Other terms of the plea are that she will have to register as a sex offender and take a 120-day sex offender course. This all according to her attorney, Mark Hammer, who probably yelled those terms to journalists <laughs> mm. while wearing suspenders without a shirt, just like slapping his suspenders into his nipples. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what town was that in? I, I don't know. but um, Yeah, I mean, Mark Hammer, Just if you're born yeah. with that name, if your town has a population below like 5 million, you're, you're going to be the biggest lawyer in town. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like the way it works. Something very authoritative. Right. <laughs> okay, next up. The Mooch has gone full disavow in his Twitter feud with President Trump. Mooch tweeted on Monday, uh, to those asking, what took so long? You're right. I tried to see the best in at real Donald Trump based on private interactions and select policy alignment, but his increasingly divisive rhetoric and damage it's doing to fabric of our society outweighs any short-term economic gain. So strong words from the mooch. For sounds President like Mar. Trump. Sounds like he well, sounds he, like Mar. Is that what you said? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he maybe Mar rubbed off on him uh, when he went on his show. Uh, mooch also said uh, that they. I'm guessing he means the Republican Party should bring in a relief pitcher for Trump because quote POTUS is lost. So the mooch is really going pretty far on, on this uh, V Trump here. Nice. Maybe we'll hear it straight from the mooch's mouth. I hope so. I mean, we're trying to get him on the show, so maybe, maybe we'll hear soon. That'd be awesome. All right. Bill Cosby's lawyers urged a panel of Pennsylvania appellate judges, uh, appellate, appellate, appellate? Judges, appellate, I think. Yeah, appellate. appellate. Judges Monday to overturn his sexual assault conviction. I assume those pleas were uh, met by a chorus of chuckles and mediocre Bill Cosby impersonations <laughs> in the courtroom. Yeah. Uh, Cosby was convicted last year solely. <laughs> you got to give me a new trial. Wouldn't you know I want to get out of here <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's got a southern twang now Terrible, terrible. Yeah. Um, uh, Cosby was convicted last year of course But only uh, for one Sexual assault in 2004 Of Andrea Constant uh, But the jury in his case heard testimony from five other women That accused him of uh, similar crimes even though that wasn't part of the uh, case. They were just like witnesses. Cosby's attorneys are now arguing the court should have never heard from those five women since they weren't actually part of the trial. They're just witnesses. And that the accused uh, 82-year-old comedian rapist uh, is getting a bum deal, including the fact that uh, one of the prosecutors involved promised Cosby that he'd never prosecute him ever again and that he didn't say no take-backs when he said that. So, like, a couple of things wrong, I guess they're saying, with this whole conviction. Shouldn't oh. have heard from the women. Yeah. The prosecutor promised he was a big fan. All, well, all sorts yeah, of stuff going I on. Mean, yeah. Cos I mean, well, Cosby's rich, and he shouldn't have been convicted, according to Cosby. So. That's basically the argument. Yeah. 19 women accused Cosby of sexual assault for those keeping score at home. Only five were called upon by the prosecution because I believe the courtroom was just getting violently ill and said, that's enough, we get it, as they passed around puke buckets. So, um... <laughs> 
They ended up charging him after the five women and the one that he was being accused of, and he's in jail. So, he's, mon- mon- what's that? He's going to spend all of his money trying to not die in jail. Well, he probably won't, because Monday's hearing unfolded without Cosby, who was sitting in general population at the state correctional facility in western Montgomery County, where he's only serving a minimum three-year sentence, Wes. He is 82, but three years I think he could get through. And uh, he's probably currently getting jeered at every time the cafeteria serves Jell-O. That's my oh, guess. yeah. Hey, hey, Bill, what's that? What's that red jiggly stuff? You got the jello pudding pop. Um, yeah, Cos- I mean, that's crazy that Cosby could be walking the streets at 85. Oh, yeah, <laughs> just blind. He's just blind walking the streets and just like harassing women. Yeah, no thanks. Feeling for tits. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well at that point, Someone I guess. get him a real doll, like one of those fake women. Yeah. He can't tell the difference. No. All right. Just pop a pill uh, on this, Bill. All right, we, get, we may have a Chernobyl 2.0 situation on our hands, possibly. On August 8th, during nuclear cruise missile testing aboard a barge in the White Sea near Nyonkasa, Russia, uh, the nuclear engine of an experimental nuclear-armed cruise missile exploded, Ugh. killing two technicians and injuring six others. So, uh, Yeah, uh, the, Yikes. Uh, uh, is the right sound there. On August 11th, that's three days later, officials of the Russian nuclear agency Rosatom acknowledged that five employees had died in the explosion of what they described as an isotopic power source for liquid engine installation. So the fuck does that mean? Right. It's uh, some sort of nuclear, you know, a nuclear part. Why don't they just say Chernobyl 2.0? Yeah, it would have been easier, but I'm sure they're trying to avoid that branding. Uh, The head of the Nuclear Research Center, Valentin Kostukov. Hold on. I'm terrible with Russian names. Valentin Kostukov uh, called the five people who died, quote, national heroes. That sounds familiar. Um, As of the time of this taping, it's believed that the death toll is now at seven. (laughs) And and, uh, that left everybody on August 12th. Wondering if the nuclear explosion is way worse than what the Russian government is willing to admit so far. Mm. Uh, after all, they don't have a great track record. Yeah, what did you it know. take them like twenty years to admit Chernobyl? Yeah, they're like, yeah. what do? How do you guys feel about coal? <laughs> it took <laughs> maybe we should just go back to coal. <laughs> yeah, it took it took um, uh, Scandinavian countries detecting um, radiation before they last admitted time. Chernobyl had happened. Yeah, last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like thousands those, of miles away. He called them five heroes who no one could get within a thousand miles of their corpses. Right. So he called them. Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty. That's it's, it's it's a pretty rough one. Uh, we're running a little short tonight, so I did want to also bring up. Uh, we're going to start this weight loss contest again, right, guys? Like we need sure. to. I need we're to. We're going to bet each sure. other on that. I, I, I got to lose some weight again. Yeah, you can follow our uh, stuff on our personal twitters. We're not going to do like segments on the show, but just follow our story on Twitter. Right. And lastly, we got to kick that up again. A fugitive in Germany has been nabbed thanks to the most creative use of a sting operation I have ever heard of. Oldenburg <laughs> police said on Monday, officers tried to arrest a 32-year-old man to serve an outstanding 11-month custodial sentence, which means like authorities have the right to arrest you and place you in jail or institutionalize you because you're crazy for 11 months or whatever the sentence is. Um, so the suspect, whose name wasn't released, had other ideas, though, and naturally, as most people who don't want to serve their custodial sentences in Europe do, he fled from police on foot and jumped off a balcony and, wait for it, straight into a hornet's nest. 
So the hornets went. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not he ran into a hornet's nest. Jumped, leaped into a hornet's nest. Oh wow! Uh, and That's really classic. pissed those hornets off. No, the, hornets, the, the hornets went full hornet on the man and stung the ever living shit out of him, causing him to run into the middle of the street, screaming and flailing his arms. Uh, officers tried to arrest him on the street, but they were unsuccessful as they too started to get attacked yeah, by the hornets. Had a force field of hornets <laughs> around him. Yeah. That'd be Couldn't the best do, armor ever, just, like in an RPG. You just yeah, have the hornet, the hornet swarm. They're just yeah. all yeah. shooting hornets, just, <laughs> just a bunch of screaming, flailing, and shooting. Everybody's um, dead. They just all shoot yeah, each other. <laughs> they shoot each other. The suspect <laughs> finally ended up running and diving into an inflatable pool where he was finally arrested, uh, covered in water and probably moaning. And that's going to do it for a hard factor. We got the fucking mooch on tomorrow night, right? I think, or at least we're going to we interview. Should, yeah. We're going to interview Hopefully. Anthony Scaramucci uh, late tomorrow night, we believe, and we'll have that interview released either um, Wednesday or Thursday this week, probably. Also, we have a huge live power hour at the East Side Tavern in Austin, Texas, with PFT on September fourth. So get mm. ready for that. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Hard Factor News. Subscribe and listen to us on iTunes and Spotify, and most importantly. Thank you for listening. Ah, see, I got you there. And most, most importantly, have a great fucking day.